0: Do you experience every emotion, but don't know how to express it? Us either, learn with us as we go. We love pink, learning too much about random things and trying to make the world a better place. If we were pageant contestants, our answer really would be world peace. But first we have to learn how to master our own inner peace. Join our journey as two best friends have simple girl talk. This is Spotlight with Alexis Kimsey and Katherine Merck.
1: I really think we need a podcast trailer.
0: Maybe we do, honey. <laughs> Maybe it needs to be all my incredible voices. Okay, Southern Alexis.
1: (laughs) Hi, guys. Hello. I am much better at, you know, like a Canadian accent than I am. My British accent. (laughs) Spot on. I promise, promise you all, I will get her to do a British accent for you at some point. But let me just say it's horrible. It has me. In tears when she does it. I cannot breathe. I am laughing so hard. It's incredible. Have you guys ever seen the
0: show Jack Whitehall (laughs) travels with my father? Because okay, by the way, welcome back. Happy week. Sorry guys. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we're random. Let's okay, rewind. And we're back. Hi guys. Hello. Wow. We hope if you're driving right now or doing dishes or working out. That we can bring you a little joy.
1: Absolutely. And after you listen to our delightful podcast, I highly recommend Jack Whitehall's Travels with My Father on Netflix. So funny. So I laughed good. so hard.
0: Um, I'm a cross between Jack and Michael. So
1: And just you'll understand if you watch the show, but Alexis has a dog <laughs> named Winston. I do. And I like to call him Winston and it fills my heart so it and does. he has the same energy as, as the, doll Winston. the doll Winston there's no <laughs> better way to put that
0: but really um so let's put our phones on do not disturb because we're getting in fun time and yeah we have all these things to dive into um first of all let's talk about the incredible delightful new song from Miley Cyrus I am not a Miley fan I'm not gonna lie Haven't been ever, but this new song, I can buy myself flowers. That's actually me singing. I'm a terrible (laughs) singer,
1: but my son thinks I'm good. So still thinks that the (laughs) two of us are the greatest Madonna and Cher, Dolly Parton and Reba. I mean, he just. Oh, no.
0: My child looks at me like I'm Adele. I'm like,
1: absolutely. He's gonna be sad when he grows up
0: because he's gonna realize I'm a terrible singer. Someday he will learn that
1: actually you will enjoy this. So, I was singing the other day. I was doing something, or I think I was trying to get my dog to hold still to trim his nails or something ridiculous, right? It's me. And I was making up a song and singing it. And my dad goes, You know, Catherine, you really don't have that bad of a voice. And for about two seconds, I thought, oh, my gosh, did I finally manifest a good singing voice? Because I've wanted this my whole life. Same. I think I could be huge. I've always wanted to. (laughs) Yes, we would be a hit. We'd be stars. I've always wanted to be in musicals. I love musical
0: theater. Oh, my gosh. Me, too.
1: But yes, after these two seconds, I realized, love you, dad. He is totally tone deaf. So (laughs) Isn't he he deaf in one ear?
0: no he might be now because of my singing did I just imagine he wasn't before did I just imagine that completely maybe that's my father-in-law I don't know uh
1: he might be based on my singing maybe he's just ignoring
0: me I don't know he might be he might be it's a possibility um no but uh, not Madonna geez Miley Cyrus same difference right yes yeah so I have I have two men
1: aka Steele and my dad who apparently don't think that I sound like a
0: howling animal. So that's good. That's that is good. good.
1: We're moving up. But Miley, Miley. Miley. Miley's <laughs> new
0: song is so catchy. And you guys, if you don't know the backstory to it, it's kind of hilarious. It's all kind of a jab at her ex husband, Liam, who is Which is a dime. She is
1: beautiful. And it's interesting to me because there's some weird backstory nice. about him cheating on her, all of this. But she
0: filmed it in the house that he cheated on her. Brother.
1: Okay. But There's also this whole thing, how a bunch of people have come forward and said she made all of this up for PR. Oh,
0: so I have no idea. Well, She said that the song from Bruno Mars, like when you were my girl or whatever that song was, that it was actually the song he dedicated to her because he missed her or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. She said at their wedding and I'm going to tell you. That's a weird song to give mm -hmm. your wedding.
1: There were some red flags.
0: Yeah. like That was your man. Well, currently you are a man. (laughs) There
1: were some red flags to start
0: because so
1: they met on the last song set.
0: Such a good movie, too.
1: But you know why? Because her mom wanted them to date. That's why he was cast. Her mom has admitted this. So what? The ultimate setup.
0: Like, really? Why has Beth not come through?
1: Like, (laughs) what is going on here? (laughs)
0: Beth, if you're listening, it's time, Mom.
1: Mom, if you're
0: listening, Liam
1: Hemsworth is definitely a good option.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You can buy your own
1: self-flowers.
0: <laughs> According to Miley, we have no idea. Is he good? Is he bad? Naughty? We don't it know. anything. We, we don't, don't know. know.
1: We just don't know. I mean, apparently Roger from Outlander. Oh, we recently decided Logan Huntsberger from Gilmore Girls would oh definitely gosh. be a good choice. Yes.
0: Matt in real life.
1: He's definitely my type, and I just love his character,
0: his witty banter. I love, I the love confidence the confidence you scarring. have that you could just land Logan, <laughs> land Liam. Like, I, I do love this. Like, this is why online dating would never work for Catherine. <laughs> that, and because I told her that she'd get killed because I don't believe in online dating.
1: I like that she says this. Like, I am that confident. She makes me this confident. She mm-hmm. tells me how much she loves me and how pretty
0: I am. That's what how friends funny do. I
1: am. And then, yeah, her husband just laughs at our confidence,
0: like, yeah, we're so funny. We I turned- think my husband made me false, like, false confidence, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think this is all his fault, because every morning he wakes up, good morning, beautiful. I You're think- not
1: falsely confident. You are beautiful. Well, Sage, thank you. Sage just builds us up, yes. and then you build me up. And then the real hype man in steel. this whole
0: outfit, yeah, is Steel. My son, oh my gosh, he never looks at me weird. He just smiles when I feed him.
1: (laughs) He stares at us. I I also need to rewind another moment. We have more to talk about with Miley, but right before we started recording, Alexis actually took the time to turn every button on our Our soundboard pink. Just there's like, well, there's a little bit
0: of purple, but everything's pink. It's a vibe. Also, why would I take time to do that? This is why I'm not productive sometimes because everything needs to be pink and glitter. It put us in the right mood for this podcast. Didn't it, it 100% did. Okay, so let's talk. We talked about Miley a little bit. What's new in our lives? I mean, not much.
1: We say that. I feel like there's so much. I'm about so to go to Washington or lives. Idaho. But yes, I'm Alexis go is going to
0: come to Idaho. Yep. Of course, my first flight by myself with my son. Pray for me.
1: Yup, she and Steele are a package deal, which is so exciting
0: because little Mr. Steele has not seen snow. No, he has not. And he will hate it. (laughs) He was not that fan of of sand. So, I mean, like, same difference except it's cold. (laughs) He runs super warm, though. So he might love it,
1: actually. He might love it. And he definitely needs to bring his bear outfit.
0: Yes, guys. Oh, can I please just (laughs) brag about Catherine grew up like a true Gilmore girl. Like, her mom isn't Emily, but way, way nicer and less harsh. Way Way nicer. nicer. (laughs) Like, way nicer. Beth, if you're listening, I love you. I do not think you're mean like Emily. Um, But her house was incredible. It literally looked like their house.
1: My mom is just, she is the most wonderful. Celebrate every holiday. She decorated for every holiday, every occasion, it was so special. That's so I mean, my mom was. Yes. And I think that's part of why we get along so well, the shared experience of everything being wonderful and special. And we were both raised very much too with distinct right and wrong from everything from what's the right thing to do, wrong thing to do, to our manners, everything. Yes.
0: And you know what? It worked out because we're awesome. I mean, yeah. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, thanks, Mom. If you're <laughs> listening, you were right about everything. I know, I know. I, uh, I really like to talk my mom. If you're with your mom in the car right now and you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, Mom, why are you listening to this podcast? These girls are so lame and old. <laughs> no, uh, I promise. You'll be here in 10 years and you'll be like, those girls were right. We Yeah, we we are right.
1: Nine times out of 10, your mom is right. Mm-hmm. She's giving you good Don't advice. Don't date the guy
0: she thinks is bad. Please. I can could, could just go back and- Races. I know. Wouldn't that be nice? So nice. Let's talk about friendship today. I want to talk about something that we've talked about a lot. You need a lot of different friends in your life because they all teach you something. And maybe you need those lessons, whether it's good or bad. But it is one thing I want to talk about, too, is how when we grow up, the friendships change.
1: Yes,
0: That's interesting.
1: It's, it's interesting. And also how some people fit in specific chapters of your life and your lives mesh and work at specific points and sometimes friends can grow apart, sometimes friendships change or one person changes and it doesn't mean anyone is bad, anything's negative, it just people people grow and change and friendships change and it's part of life, but it it's a weird part of life and I think especially for the two of us who are very highly sensitive empathetic people we struggle with that a little bit mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how somebody if we were once really close with them how all of a sudden
0: you know it tends to be a gradual thing but we're not as close mm-hmm. and not to mention too it's really hard because we love so deeply like we both like, both of us love extremely deeply. And I feel like it's so hard for us when we have friends and, like you said, we grow apart. Um, one thing that I'm really struggling with as I'm getting older, too, Catherine, that you can attest to possibly is that I'm learning a lot of people are self important. And that is just, has been such a bombshell for me. And maybe I'm just ignorant or naive that I've never experienced this, but I have learned that more and more. And, you know, I'll have a friend do something that really hurts my feelings, and my husband will be like, Alexis. They're not trying to hurt you. They're just not focused on you. They
1: focus differently than us. And we expect, I think a theme of this podcast overall that we're going to keep coming back to because of who we are is the focus. The inward versus outward focus, selfishness versus selflessness focus. Because the two of us look at the world in a specific way, we think that everyone else looks at the world the same way that we do.
0: Like, no one looks at it through like sparkly sunglasses because I thought that's how we all did. (laughs) I mean, rose
1: colored glasses is an understatement for how we exist in the world. We are glitter. We're always worried about how other people think. To a fault at times. Absolutely to a fault to think, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I said that and dwell on it when the other person probably thinks nothing of it. But it's hard. It's hard to realize that other people don't have negative intentions, even when they potentially hurt our feelings because we are the way we are and we are outwardly focused and thinking of others. We can't expect other people to love the same way that we do, but we want them
0: to so badly. So how do we handle that? Like my thing is when I get my feelings hurt by someone that's a friend, which is so ridiculous because here's the thing. When you love someone, you have to have the hard conversations with them. It's not healthy just to have a sunshine friendship all the time. You and I have had conversations and I'm like, wow, I really need to re-eval- like reevaluate that and see how I need to handle that situation better. Because if we don't, we're stagnant. We're stuck in the same place. So it's not healthy. But how, Catherine, how do you handle it? Because I just don't feel that I handle it very well.
1: I definitely think you and I both think, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. And one of the things that... I think another theme of this podcast is definitely Mama Beth wisdom because I feel like I am so full of it from all of her knowledge. But one thing she's always said that I really like is friendship ebbs and flows. It comes in waves and you have to acknowledge some of your friends like their faults. That sounds awful, but you have to acknowledge it and understand how that works into your friendship so that it doesn't hurt as much. You are the only person, you know, the the Eleanor Roosevelt quote, you're the no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Mm-hmm. You have to re- remember that and learn to protect yourself, I think, but one of my favorite things my mom has always really worked to teach me is relationships are rarely 50/50. Mm-hmm. There are times when they are 20/80, there's times when they're 80/20. There's times where they're 1% and 99% and Putting that in the grand scheme of friendship, I think definitely helps. But also just trying to put, I, I have really tried to see, and I always try to, but I've really tried as I've gotten older to think of things from a different lens instead of how it's easy to always see other people through your own lens and assume other people think the way you think, mm-hmm. to try to see things For example, if someone does something, and this is a whole rabbit hole, but I was thinking if someone does something unkind to you, nine times out of 10, it's their own insecurity. It's their, it's them. It's not you and I tend to think, oh my gosh, did we do something? Is it our fault? Did we make them not feel good? Nine times out of 10, it doesn't have anything to do with us, right? Mm -hmm. But that's so
0: hard. Oh, it's so hard. You know, I think back to my friendships over time, right? When I was little, I was the girl that I let everybody walk all over me. Sometimes I would play dumb because I didn't want girls to feel like they were. I don't know. I just didn't want anybody to feel left out. I never wanted anyone to feel inferior. And so I sometimes would lessen myself to make other people feel happy. And as I've gotten older, I think back, I'm like, wow, wow. So many of those friendships were one-sided. And not only that, but some of those friendships made me feel so crappy about myself. That's the worst part is like I would love at some 1.2 to get into bullying because we both experienced it. But like there's a lot of times when I should have walked away from a situation and I stayed in it because I thought it was the right thing to do. And I thought that I was the one in the wrong
1: Yes. And we, we will need to get into bullying. I mean, relationships too. That's something you and I both have experienced with, yes, lessening ourselves and being less of who we are to try to make other people feel better, which for those of you listening, please learn from our mistakes. Don't do that. Figure it out because it's silly and this is going to sound so cliche. However, They talk about so much with relationships, like you need to kiss so many frogs before you get the prince, all Mm -hmm. of this. Honestly, there is someone friendship-wise for you out there too. We joke we wish we would have found each other earlier in life No joke, we understand each other so well. But if we had to deal with that hurt and learn and learn these lessons to be able to have a friendship where we truly relate to each other now, it is definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. because we have dealt with those hard situations and I'm really glad you brought up the being less of yourself to make other people feel better. That's never
0: the answer. It mm-hmm. is never the answer. And
1: something we both still struggle with
0: and are working on to this day is people pleasing. Mm-hmm. It's a basic chronic people pleaser. I am. <laughs> I am a chronic one, but it's funny too, Catherine, because I'm so thankful we found each other. But like, I think back, like, do you have any bad friend stories? Oh, my gosh. I do. I have this one friend when I was growing up, and it makes me laugh because I think back to it. Every boy I liked, I only liked two boys a lot. I'll just call them J and T. They're not the same guy. It's a different guy. I just am laughing because it's my brother and my dad's initials, I know. I'm laughing because Justin Timberlake, so... (laughs) Oh, it was I not like Justin Timberlake. It. I was never attracted to him. I w- oh, I was Sorry. gonna say, I wish it was Justin Timberlake. Well, that's ramen noodle hair back in that era. <laughs> so that's not a thing. Um, <laughs> no, but I really liked these guys. And I would tell this girl, and it always made me so sad because she would start dating them shortly after. And it was like, okay. What? And I was always the friend negotiator between the two of them. So, like, I would be the one that he'd be texting, What's wrong with her? She won't text me back. And I'd be like, I just got a phone, man. I'm only 13. <laughs> like why yes. is this happening? But it was so sad. And like I look back and I'm like, gosh, the guys that my friends tried to push me to date that I dated and didn't like, it's it's truly horrifying. I was listening to the drama queens podcast, which I love. We love you. Yes, we love them. And Sophia Bush was talking about how her friends like pushed her to date her best friend one time and like they almost cried. They were like, This is not right. I pushed guys that I didn't even like. Like, because I wanted to get along with my friends because they were dating the other guy. And I'm like, looking back, I'm like, why? When what a- was wrong with me? I was not attracted to them. I did I did it. I'm like, I don't even understand. I just don't understand. The things that, okay. A bad friend will make you do things that a good friend would never even offer or question. And I just think back and I'm like, golly, if I knew this stuff when I was younger.
1: I wish. Okay. I have one of now funny, at the time incredibly hurtful, but it's kind of funny because it's such a Catherine positive, everybody loves everybody story. (laughs) So when I started law school, I started a little study group with three other girls. And I know this sounds so super legally blonde, but I started the study group with these three other girls and thought, oh, this will be so fun. We'll be friends and we can study together. And I went my first semester of law school in the saga of Catherine's really random health stories. I, historically, have been a very healthy person, but I just have very random stories. I My first semester of law school had a strangulated small intestine. And so I had scar tissue wrapped around my small intestine. And very scary. We had no idea what it was. I was in the emergency room. They did seven hours of testing. Couldn't find anything wrong with me. Ended up having to do emergency exploratory surgery. Jeez. So I'm in the hospital. And it was pretty soon before finals, my first semester of law school. So kind of a crazy stressful time, too. And... While I was in the hospital, these girls literally kicked me out of the study group that I started. Stop because I was in the hospital. How dare you! So the funny part about this now is like, okay, this is the kind of thing that would happen in the movie *Legally Blonde*, not in real life. Girls, I had a mean girl moment, but oh my gosh! Okay, I have to hear about it. But you will like this. This is what's funny. Positives sometimes come out of negatives. I gained one of my best friends. One of the boys in my class who ended up being one of my very best friends, sent me notes because he basically heard them talking. Aww. And so he sent me notes and it was great because they weren't just notes from class. they were commentary like, well, this person then asked a really dumb question or <laughs> this teacher told a joke that wasn't very funny or it was hilarious That's so awesome social commentary. And I ended up finding my two best friends from law school who you know who you are. I love you guys, even though our lives drift apart. We talk about our law practices some. They are wonderful people. We studied. We took almost every class together through all of law school. Mm -hmm. I ended up gaining more and more friends throughout law school because I kind of realized the situation with these girls, which turns out it was mostly – fueled by one girl, one of the other girls and I are still really good friends. But even at those dark and unfortunate friend times, I think there's always a silver lining, right? That's the point of telling the rest of the story. There is a silver lining. And I think as bad as that was, maybe it saved me from getting even more hurt down the road.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like that's so true. I sat down at when I was a freshman in high school, I sat down at the table and all the girls got up from the table and left me at lunch. Because Excuse me? One of the mean girls thought that I had spread a rumor about her. And this started my year of hell for bullying. And it was horrible. I stopped wearing colored clothes. I ate in the office with the principal every day. I, guys, it got so bad. In my history book, we had to leave our spirals in the classroom. They drew pictures in my spiral of me getting like having bombs dropped on my head and stuff. They made YouTube videos of a cowgirl choking on milk because I was lactose intolerant dying. Put it on YouTube. They like it was horrible. They tried to cut my hair in sewing class. They tried to hit me in the face and give me a black eye when I got homecoming princess. It was like one thing after another. And it was horrendous. I am shocked that was only the beginning that wasn't even like and that's why I wrote my books and stuff was because of that it was so so bad guys I remember um trigger warning I remember just wanting to end it all it was such a dark time in my life and at that time I had no friends like none and it's just so like crazy to look back to that I'm like I survived it. And I know people like I have friends that have lost children because of suicide because they couldn't handle it. And like, I think back to it and like, if I wouldn't have talked to my parents at the time when I did, um, I don't know that my life would have been like this. And if you hadn't had such supportive parents too. Oh my gosh. I know. Like there's a lot. And what the sad thing is with bullying, like right now it's such an epidemic in our country. It is like, We're so cruel to each other over everything. Political differences, the color of skin. Keyboard warriors. Yes. People hiding behind their phones, technology. I had that like instant messenger on AIM. I had like a stalker and my freaking BIM teacher helped me bring him down. And he was in college. And my friend did it because she got mad at me for talking to a guy. I gave it to some random guy on the internet and he was sending me horrible messages. It's like. We need to do better. We do. Like, girls, there's consequences to your actions. I know that, like, it's easy to go and gossip about that girl or talk bad about her when she walks into the room. Or if you're intimidated by her, it's easy to put her down. But for the love of God, just shut up. Like, mean girls, that style, that era is out. I don't know how Uh -uh. else to say it. I'm just I'm so sick of the bullying. If I see another headline, Catherine, that a little girl – killed herself or was gang like beat up in a bathroom by a gang of girls like and video and put on YouTube. It's like, what is going on? Yes.
1: And well, we've talked about this before. It's hard enough to be a kid. Mm -hmm. It's hard enough to be a teenage girl. I mean, being a teenage girl is hard. It doesn't matter who you are. a lot of emotions. Doesn't matter where you're from. It's not easy. And I'm sure it's hard to be a teenage boy too. I just don't have that experience.
0: I dread the day when my son's old enough if anyone picks on him.
1: Technology, though. That's what scares me so much.
0: I don't want my child to have a phone or anything until he's 16. I definitely don't want him to have social media until he leaves my house. And I know that sounds crazy, but I'm like. No, I get it. And I, I told Sage every single night I pray. I'm like, God, please love him like I love him. I know that God loves him. I love him like my Lord and Savior loves him. But I'm like, please let kids be nice. Please. Like, that's my only hope. I just pray. I'm like. Because the day someone hurts my kid, I don't know if you guys have seen Jenny in Georgia when the kid makes fun of the kid. She takes him behind a bush and she's like, now what do we do to bullies? (laughs) They just hit him in the face. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I can see why she does it. I'm not condoning violence by any means, but like, you see these kids and you raise them and you do everything to foster a good environment at home and then they go out into the world and it's so cruel. I just, I don't know what we can do to make it better. I don't know what we can do.
1: And the social media frustrates me because it's so pervasive. The comparison, the constant comparison.
0: So exhausting.
1: The criticism, the constant editing, all of that. It bothers me. It's an unattainable standard of perfection. And I want to make sure that we address that social media is the highlight reel. It no is. matter whose social media it is, no matter how real and authentic any of us try to be on social media in sharing our challenges, we are only ever seeing part of someone's life. Mm-hmm. And its it was easy before social media to compare ourselves to others because we only see what people want us to see of their lives. But we have to remember that is only part of the story and when you are typing something, when you are typing a comment to someone, responding to something, you need to remember there is a person on the other end of that. There is a person seeing that, seeing that negativity. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it.
0: Oh, for sure. It's what it comes down to. A few years ago at the NFR, actually, I started getting horrible messages. My husband was in a, a pretty heated race for a world title um and i started getting really bad fan questions from like one side of the country and they were telling me i hope that your unborn child's nothing like your husband um i hope your unborn child like has disabilities i got so many messages these were from random fans too and like the person that sage was in the battle with would have never wanted this these messages to come through to us it was horrible and I remember I didn't tell Sage anything, guys. I was so pregnant and hormonal. I would go in the bathroom every night at the finals and just cry. And then they would post something like, "You fat pig!" I can't believe Sage. Like I feel so bad for Sage Kimsey. I got the fat wife at the finals this year, and I'm like, I'm I'm like very very pregnant. I had a child three weeks later. <laughs> like I just Not remember being that, so again, insecure. All the health troubles. All the oh. people are fighting a battle you know nothing about. For That's, sure. Ugh. And I think that's when like we're talking about the friend thing. Like, even as friends, sometimes, like, if you're not a consistent friend, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And so like a lot of times it's hard for me when I get with people, I'm like, okay, you're missing the whole point. I have some really deep crap going on and you haven't been there for it. But then I look back at myself and I'm like, Alexis, you didn't even tell them about it. Right. So I think there's different levels to friendship. Like I I tell you everything, like everything. Yes. We we
1: are really good about sharing, but I I appreciate and I think something that is unique and special is we are both very good at being perceptive mm-hmm. and making sure the other person shares when they aren't completely okay. Yeah. And that's special, but we all can do that to each other. We all can just check in. You don't know, it doesn't matter if it's somebody you don't talk to that often. It's no skin off your back. If they come to your mind, send them a text. Say, hey, just thinking of you. You know, we get caught up in our busy lives, but I can tell you those have been so special to me when friends do that for me that I haven't been in constant contact with when I've done that for friends. It can bring up some really amazing connections. And yes, just kindness. I think in talking about friendship, but bullying, everything Alexis and I both have dedicated a lot of our lives and a lot of our message to kindness. You know, I started when I was a rodeo queen doing Kindness Matters. KM's my initials. So um, I put that, I put KM on everything and did Kindness Matters. Alexis actually wrote a book, Kindness is Key. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's, it's so important to just have that. And I think going back to talking about even when our feelings are hurt by someone else, To make sure that we're coming from a kind of
0: place when Mm -hmm. we, if we're going to approach a friend about that. Oh, for sure. And you know, it's funny, the older I get to, the less I worry about ruffling feathers. Like if my friend's not acting like I, I want them to act or how I think like they deserve to act, I'll call them out on it. I'm like, Hey, like I know some deep stuff's going on. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but are you okay? Because you're not acting like yourself. And oftentimes guys, they'll tell you. Yeah, sometimes they don't because they have a, like a shield up and that's OK. Like it's OK when people tell you like, I'm fine. Um, but just don't forget to check in.
1: Yes, I think that is so important. But we talked about kindness. We've talked about friendship. We talked a little bit about bullying. But one thing I want to bring up that I think ties into all of this and then we'll get a little more positive and fun we'll is do some um, news stories like some yes. entertainment. but just to bring up. Jealousy does not look good on anyone.
0: No. That I've just, had my jealous moments too. So I'm not gonna we say anything. All, no. I'm not even gonna like we all do. That's the thing. It is a natural human emotion,
1: but it is fully within each of our own capacity to control how we handle jealousy. Mm-hmm. And it's not a good look on anyone, and it is not an excuse. It's not an excuse to treat people poorly to lash out. I have had terrible rumors started about me solely out of jealousy. And I mean, they're laughable. I remember I told I told you about this. And when I told you and Sage, you were like, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Nobody would believe that. And I strive to live my life in a way where nobody would mm-hmm. believe that. But I have never been anything but kind to this person. And that's that was her reaction and it took me a while to realize no there literally is nothing i could have done differently that's that's her deal her reaction it catches up with people it catches up with people i to say about that <laughs> uh, absolutely it just it's hard and i think it's important that we share all of this because it is it's very easy from the outside looking in at people to think they have so many wonderful things in their life and we do. I know Alexis and I both would say we're so thankful for the blessings in our lives, but we have challenges too, and we go through this too. So if you're dealing with this, you're not alone. Again,
0: I know and we say loved. this all the time. You're so loved. Please, you're so loved. You you're have so friends loved, in Harry. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have friends in us. We're your girls. Yes, we're your
1: girls. And reach out. Seriously, we say that a lot, but send us a message. We love talking yes. to all of you.
0: Yeah, that's definitely, we love it. We're talkers by nature, if you can't tell. Right. That's not why we started a podcast. (laughs) To talk about girl talk. Um, Let's talk about a few things, Um, some news stories. Blake Lively got cast as Lily in Colleen Hoover's book. I think that's pretty interesting. Um, It ends with us. I don't know if you saw that or if you've read the book, Catherine. Um, Not who I pictured as Lily. I'm not going to lie. I pictured someone a little more timid and meek. Um, I don't know why, but when I'm reading the book, I always think of Lily Collins. Okay. I love Blake Lively. Obsessed with her. Obsessed. Like she is my style icon. Obsessed with her.
1: (laughs) So, but I think of her as a boss.
0: Yeah. Not as like a girl that's the girl trying to figure out her life. No, she's a total boss, babe. She is. So that's surprising. I think
1: I like it. Big name
0: though. Big name for Colleen Hoover.
1: Maybe it will be a way to see a different side of her as an actress. Mhm. And it might be interesting because so many of the roles I think of her in she was younger and you know she has kids, she has a family, she's in a different place in her life. It'll be interesting to see how
0: she brings some of that personal experience into this role. I agree 100%. And the guy they cast, um have you ever seen Jane the Virgin? Yes. That's the guy. The love really? interest is going to play one of the guys. I thought that was super interesting um what else has happened you guys let's see here so uh, kylie jenner i guess released her child's name i don't really care about that i don't, I don't really
1: either but <laughs> i thought it was wolf
0: i thought it was air Who okay knows? <laughs> um austin butler um you know had the big hit with um the elvis movie which I think he's just a, a dream moat. <laughs> <laughs> what an Elvis voice you have. <laughs> but he, so I don't know if you've read all the stories about this. So Vanessa Ann Hudgens was his girlfriend for a decade. She really pushed him to go for Elvis because he was singing like um, baby blues or something like that. She heard him playing on the piano and she's like, you've got to become Elvis. I don't know how you're going to do it, but become Elvis. Pushed him for to do this for several years. Well, he just did a press release thanking a good friend for giving him the push. Interesting. Only a good friend, though. I think that's so insulting. It's like, it was your girl of a decade, man. Like, a decade of your life. And so, yep, Austin Butler is giving credit where credit is due.
1: Speaking of Elvis, though, Lisa Marie passing away. Oh,
0: that was crazy. Crazy. So sad. That family's, like, riddled with heart problems. It's terrible.
1: Absolutely. But it is so sad as well because that's turning into a legal battle. Mm Mm-hmm. Which unfortunately I think a lot of people saw coming. It's a there's a trust document. Priscilla's claiming it's fraudulent. It's I will tell you, as an attorney, as an estate planning attorney, estate planning is so important to make sure you have everything in order because you do not have to be Priscilla Presley and Lisa Marie Presley for this to be a fight, for this to be an issue. And mm-hmm. It, it breaks my heart because of the emotional side of it when you're already dealing with losing a family member that, yes, it makes for sensational headlines, but it's exactly what we talked about earlier. There's people behind this. They lost a loved one. So that is definitely a sad thing talking about Elvis. But on a slightly brighter note, Tyler Hilton will always be my favorite Elvis. Yes. Walk the line reference
0: right there. Tyler Hilton in, guys, One Tree Hill. I love Tyler Hilton. He is hilarious. Tyler, will you come on our podcast? Oh my gosh, yes. I would die.
1: I would die too. He's so funny. He He's plays hilarious. the villain with Slight Redemption in One Tree Hill so well. Slight. Very <laughs>
0: Slight Redemption.
1: <laughs> He's just a funny though. He's not like a villain-
0: Chris by Keller the, okay, by talks the, in third person or first by person. By the end third of person. it, he
1: is not like villain like you hate him for being evil. He's villain just like so self-focused and dumb. It's hilarious. He does such a good show.
0: Um. In other news, E! News is talking about the verdict that it's in, how Prince Harry fa- felt watching Meghan Markle's sex scenes in suits. Who really goes ahead? I am so ready
1: for them to just be behind us. I mean, y'all. Who's you already canceled this year? Like, who is our number one to get canceled? If you already listened to our Prince Harry episode, I think you all know we're pretty ready to cancel Harry.
0: Cancel Harry. Cancel Meghan. Um... Can we just cancel cancel culture, though? Because yes. I'm so sick of oh it. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sick of it, too. Um, cancel culture is destructive and toxic. And I'm over it because if you, you're you an adult, grow up. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah. That's the way I see it. It's so funny. It's like throwing a tantrum because you're not getting your way because something makes you upset.
1: It <laughs> absolutely is. They're saying, I'm taking my toys and going home. <coughs> <laughs> Prince Harry.
0: No, no, no subtle. What else do we want to talk about today?
1: Let's see. I feel like there is so much going on in the world, but of course we're on the spot. So now I can't think of all the things. <gasps>
0: Well, then why don't we wrap it up? It's been a good episode.
1: It has. There was another song I wanted to talk about, though. We were talking about Flowers, which I will say she Mm -hmm. has danced Mm -hmm. to so much. And I I love it. I really do. Because it's catchy. It's a bop. But I can't think of it. Did you
0: just use the word bop because of me? Yeah, I said it's a bop. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I say it all the time, guys. That's a bop. My husband's like, that is not edgy. But we have this really young, edgy bull rider friend. And he says it. So I'm like, it's edgy. I'm cool.
1: I feel like that's edgy. That's more edgy than my words. Sage makes fun of me for saying delightful all the time.
0: Wow, this is delightful. I love this chicken sandwich.
1: And I call people gems. They'll be like, oh, they're such a gem. But But Catherine's always like, I love her. I love her. Yes, I do. I love people. (laughs) I fangirl friends. Like I always say, if you can't fangirl your friends, what are you doing?
0: Amen. You
1: should be your friend's biggest fan. Be supportive. I am. That's why I comment
0: creepy things on all my friends' posts. (laughs) I'm like, I need to go into very big descriptive words how much I love them.
1: (laughs) And we all love love that. So thank you. I'm the number one hype girl.
0: I randomly go on my explore page, find people. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of that. The other day, Tom Brady's um, alleged girlfriend followed me on social media. So that was a big day. Oh, I forgot
1: about that. That was a I, big like, deal. I like screenshot
0: it really quick and sent it to you. I'm like, how was I just like looking at her page and all of a sudden she follows me?
1: That was pretty crazy. I told her,
0: I was like, she's like a bikini model and I'm like a mom. So she's going to be real bored following my
1: page. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Just You're amazing. Wild. So, I think that's so cool. That was a whole dramatic, the Tom
0: Brady, Who's all the f- of that. most famous person that follows you? I have no idea. Dak Prescott used to fall. Not Dak Prescott. Um, What was the guy that was on the Cowboys team forever? What was it? Not Dak Prescott. I have absolutely zero
1: clue. I am not going to lie. I don't think I've ever actually looked into this.
0: Yeah, I would love. I mean, I guess she's famous. Pretty interesting. I don't
1: even know how to go about looking into this, to be honest. Um Whoa. Maybe we'll have to come back to this question. Why do I have subscribers? I'm very confused. I didn't even know how to set that up. But, (laughs) you know, Alexis Bloomer TV, at Alexis Bloomer TV follows me. So that's kind of a big deal.
0: And comments on your stuff. Like, what? That's true. (laughs) Um, maybe I should set up subscriptions. Like on?
1: I don't even happen? know. That's a question. That's something we're going to have to go down that rabbit hole. Need my I mean, attorney to
0: set it up. What exactly are subscriptions
1: on Instagram and why do they exist?
0: Because we have to subscribe to everything because we don't measure our worth enough by likes and all the other stupid stuff. Jeez, that's a great point.
1: The whole measuring. I, I love the Instagram did where you can turn off where people can see likes. I, oh, I really do that. I really think it's great. I think it's good. Okay, we talk about this a lot. I know we, we joke about how much we love social media, which we do, but we talk about being safe with social media a lot. A lot. Don't be afraid to take social media breaks. Sometimes you just so need healthy. that in your life.
0: I did like all last year pretty much. I just didn't really care to post or anything. I was like, you know what? I have a lot more important things going on than to sit on social media and see if someone likes me.
1: Yes, absolutely. Don't measure your worth by social media. Measure your worth by your actual accomplishments, the people that love you, all of that. I think that's so important.
0: I agree. But I posted a note-
1: selfie recently, which was very out of character. That was until it- <laughs> Hot.
0: So on that note, guys, take the selfies, but take a break too. Yes. We love y'all.
1: I love that. Take the selfies and take a break.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, I am going to have to say, my favorite, take a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break at that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> yeah, if it's a mom and candy, Catherine's in. <laughs> Any break with candy. Kit Kat is my favorite. I thought it, being named Catherine, I thought Kit Kats were my special candy bar as little girl. Of so. course she
0: did. And why wouldn't you?
1: Why wouldn't I? And That's I'm what pretty sure Steel's gonna call you. Mama indulged me in everything. So... <laughs> mama beth is the best she really she still is she's still just an absolute gem of a human she is delightful she is all the words
0: um let's be honest too both of our moms are amazing we love you guys. yes
1: we love you too kimbo i think we need to start doing a word of the week yes that would be let's so educate much fun
0: and inspire people to use more words what word of the week
1: Let's see. I'm trying to think of a good one. I mean, we can always start with the light bulb because we use that so regularly. You know, okay. So while you're deciding what our word of the week should be, I will tell you, I used to pick a word of the semester. So Mm. every semester from college through law school, i pick one word and my personal challenge to myself was to use that word on every exam. It got a little weird because I was both a finance major and a medieval studies major. So finding a word that I could somehow work into all exams, whether they were economics or accounting or Renaissance art, for example, definitely got strange. When I was in Scotland, it was promulgate. So I had to talk about like the central bank promulgating with international monetary policy. And policies promulgated through King James in Scotland and one year in law school it was pontificate which was very entertaining it was an inside joke about one of our law school professors pontificating and she actually knows this so if you're listening love you she's still one of my really good friends and she joked that she literally always law school exams are anonymous if you don't know that they're always anonymous you get a number And your professor grades them. You do them on the computer. They can't recognize. She and my other favorite professor, who I love, they're the ones I have a text message group with still, they joked that they always knew. They always knew which exams were mine. I absolutely never was anonymous because I did things like use pontificate in my essay questions.
0: Why does that not surprise me in any way? Wow, guys, I got subscribers now.
1: I did synergy one time and talked about the synergy of the environment nonstop and environmental law and public land law. I don't even know. I'm
0: trying to look up a cool word.
1: Okay, maybe our word of the week should be synergy.
0: Well, donk, true air. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't she's, even... okay. She's not looking up words. She's
1: just looking <laughs> at her subscribers. <laughs>
0: no, I'm not. She's Instagramming. Oh, I have a good word. Wangle. i like it wangle is it from bluey no it's not (laughs) to get something by trickery or persuasion Hmm. i'm gonna wangle it out of you
1: that it sounds like you're saying wrangle with a lisp i'm not gonna lie i thought okay wangle
0: spelled w-a-n-g-l-e it still sounds like wrangle without a r or we could do knackered (laughs)
1: Bluey for those of you that don't know is a children's show it is Steele Kimsey's number one favorite show it is healer dog family and they're very very cute and they have Australian accents and they teach little lessons it's very sweet but that definitely sounded like a word from Bluey.
0: Well, Wangle is definitely not from Bluey, and it's awesome. So
1: I have a book. I I will find this, and we can start doing words from it called the Superior Person's Book of Words. I have that book. It's wonderful, oh my and gosh. my parents got it from that. me <laughs> in probably third grade, and I started using words from it in school. So that was fun.
0: I definitely need to find that book because that's a good one. It's a good one. Also, a book uh, by Barbara Walters, one of my favorite books of all time How to Talk to Anyone About Practically Anything. That was the book that changed my life. And I send it to every little girl that tells me they want to be a journalist. So I love that. I love that.
1: Another. Fantastic book. We're gonna need to do a full book review podcast oh, at some let's point.
0: Let's do it. I'm a book nerd. Dale Carnegie. I read very
1: fast too. <laughs> have you read Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People? Yes. yes. That's a classic. My it, mom gave me that book when I was little. Yes. My parents gave us each a copy, and it is a must read. Yes. To in today's day and age, both of us are old school. We like actual paper books, holding paper, love it when you open it. Oh, I love it. It's so nice, it's so relaxing. But in today's day and age, with audiobooks, everything, it's so easy to access these books. So, must read, yeah, hundred percent is Dale Carnegie.
0: Oh, for sure. And also, go subscribe to me.
1: Yeah, go subscribe. Add I get the Alexis price. TV. Is that what we're doing right now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's wrap this up. I'm getting too self absorbed. Lord have mercy. But really, we
1: have our own Instagram we for do. our podcast. Please follow. We love, love, love when
0: you follow, and the pictures are pretty funny.
1: I think we're probably going to need to come up with a new jingle every week. Now
0: you're setting this precedent of singing, and it's scary. <laughs> um, I'll just make up words every week. That's what I do with my son. I'm like, I'm changing your diaper. It's gonna be so fun. Here's a hairbrush to distract you.
1: Yes, she does. She always <laughs> sing well. everything
0: and dance to everything, <laughs> you guys.
1: She will be sitting with Steele and I will hear her say things like, really? Are you sure you wrangled an alligator in your sleep? And if you don't know, Steele does not actually talk yet. He doesn't.
0: I just talk for him because I want him to have a very big vocabulary.
1: And I love it so And I want him to have imagination
0: because that's just who I am.
1: Yes. Well, we just got done with an episode with your husband about curiosity. If you didn't listen to that, if you missed Sage Kimsey spotlight, definitely go back and listen. It's a good one. Good one, great advice, but curiosity is so important. So go out before we talk to you again next week. Go out, learn something new this week. Whether go it's wangle a, something. I was going to say, whether it was a new word or a new
0: song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we love you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you rate and review, we will love you even more.